Thursday evening. Happy new month. Five down, seven to go. And yet another episode to listen to. Well, I sure hope you are having a good week and that all is well with your world. Before I get into it, I am aware that Mother's Day is coming up. And well, that's reason enough to celebrate you all. To all the mothers, to all the potential mothers, to the ladies who claim to be mothers to other people's children, to those ones who say, this one is like my firstborn. I celebrate each and every one of you for being awesome and for being who you are. Now April was a good month, an interaction month, a month with the fans. With May though, how about we go back to dates? I think it's been a while, so come as you are. No need to get fancy. I have a story for you today. But before that, someone said to me this week, I am the boyfriend to all the single ladies who listen to the podcast. I don't know how I feel about that, but I'll say that's something you could probably put on a t-shirt. Anyways, today, I'll tell you the story of how bad guys get the girl. I'll probably caption this in the message that I send with the link. Want to find out how I got my heart broken? And people will rush here to feed their curiosity. Anyway, the year was 2015 July. Two guys who had interest in the same girl go toe-to-toe. You know, may the best man win. There was specimen A, which happens to be me. The guy who responds to her text almost immediately. The guy who asks her about her day. The guy who says it's going to be okay. The consistent one. The good guy. And then there was specimen B. The guy who rarely responds. Doesn't even worry about her day. The same one who leaves her on red for a couple of days. A vague human being at his finest. The inconsistent one, the so-called bad guy. I thought I had the upper hand because I was or would be present. I thought I had the upper hand because I would listen to her and I would offer solutions to solve her problems. But girls don't want that. They want to be left on red. They want to be... They want the present come absent man, call it being unpredictably mysterious. I didn't know the game was already lost before we even started playing. Weeks turn into months of high power pursuit filled with hope and expectation of the result that is going to be you'll end up with the girl. And here's where my story comes in. So one day we had a date planned for a restaurant that she liked. Everything was set. We were to meet up and have a good time and enjoy each other's company. So a couple of hours before the date, my phone rings. It's her. Excited. I pick up the phone thinking she's going to call to express her excitement as well. You know, of finally getting to go on a date and enjoy each other's company and have a good time with food involved. But to my surprise, she was calling to cancel. She said she wasn't feeling all too well. And being the good guy, I was expected to understand, right? And understand her, I did. I mean, why wouldn't I trust her? She had done nothing to validate my trust. Unfortunately, I had my mindset fixed on trying this new restaurant. So I got ready. I found my way to the restaurant and ordered food. 
I always sit in corners. I find them a bit more private. Here I was enjoying my meal and then lo and behold, the sick one appears hand in hand with specimen B. She had glammed up. You couldn't even tell she was sick or apparently she was. And for specimen B, he genuinely looked rough around the edges. He had this vibe to him not a care in the world about anything. He was there and that's all that mattered. I sat there in disbelief. I, well, I almost choked on the soda I was drinking. I had so many questions. I watched them pick a table, order food, and they start conversing. It's like he had some sort of voodoo on her because you could see her trying. Of course, you couldn't hear what they were saying. But you could see her try and laugh. You could see her try and engage. You could see her try and pull him toward her. The anguish on my side of the table, though. So I said, let's see. Let's call her and let's see what she does. So I pick up my phone. I call her. She doesn't pick up the first time. I call her the second time. She looks at her screen. She stands up and she goes to the restroom where she picks up the phone and she says hey I'm just about to get into the shower so I said then you're home right and then she says yes so my brain goes quickly thinking how can I make this how can I turn this into my favor so I said well once you're done showering come outside I've got some food for you I you told me you weren't feeling well so I went the extra mile and I got you some food just to make you feel better food makes people feel better and to my surprise, she says, okay, give me a few minutes. And I said, okay. So I watched her scamper out of the restroom, back to her date, and a few words were exchanged, and she called me back. And I thought, well, this, this is going to be interesting. And she says, would you do me a favor? Would you leave it outside the gate? I don't want you to see me like this. I don't feel comfortable. You seek me unwell. I sat there and I thought, girls, girls, girls. So I finished my food, pay, walk over to her table and I said, fancy seeing you here. And I left. You should have seen the look on her face. It was priceless. So I went back home and I had some time and I rethought this whole good guy strategy. You know, maybe it wouldn't hurt to be a bad guy once. I mean, eventually you will get the girl. But then I thought to myself, you don't get to choose being a good guy, but you do get to choose to be a bad guy. You know, the unfortunate thing about being a bad guy is it's a stint. It's not something that is easily sustainable. One day you will meet your match and then you realize, hmm, this isn't something I wanted for myself. And funny enough, if I'm being really honest, if we think about it, girls never get married to bad guys that's just the thing they know they know they cannot allow themselves they can't put their futures in the hands of someone who cannot take care of them think about it this way how many times do you see a bad guy being taken to meet parents of the girl it's very few times and in the few times they've gone they rarely make it to that stage girls know they know that one day their parents will get old and they'll need to take care of them 
and they can't do it alone. They'll need someone who understands the same values as they have on family and taking care of family. And that's a trait that bad guys don't have. So, yeah. Anyways, so I had time and I thought about it and I told myself, then there's nothing to lose, to be fair. Being a good guy is its own reward. You see, I respond to your messages instantly because I want to talk to you. I call you because I want to hear your voice. I want to hear the tone in your voice. I want to hear the joy or the sadness in your voice. I ask about your day because it matters. I listen to you not because I have ears, but maybe because in the midst of all the chaos, I can offer a bit of tranquility. See, being good isn't being boring. It's a work of art, and so is being a good guy. I think in all the experiences that I've had that have led me to be here right now have made me see things more clearly. Of course, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I've had my own experiences of being a bad guy. But if I had a chance to redo them, then I'd definitely redo them. I think about how good guys are termed as boring and conservative and not spontaneous. Well, there's a difference between all these things and being reckless and irresponsible. I think the biggest trait that I can pride myself to have is being responsible. Responsible for not just my own self-care, but the care of others. Being responsible for the people that I am with or the person that I am with to make sure that I'm not the only one who is becoming better, but they're also becoming better. So girls, take a chance on them, man. You never know what you'll find. But until then, let's keep getting better. We definitely have more surprises in this May. And well, that's my time. This has been your friendly neighborhood boy child. Until next time, and peace.